Welcome to Here and Back Again. I'm David O'Callaghan and this is a podcast looking at all things releasing weekly on streaming and in cinemas with a bit of new music and pop culture chats thrown in. First things first, I have a frog in my throat. The dreaded man flu is attacking and I may sound like a cross between Mariella Fostrop and Adrian Barbeau from the Fog movie all those years ago. What a DJ. She's the best DJ ever. But content does not stop dropping so this podcast shall never end. This week feels like a slightly quieter week, but I am happy to report that sometimes less is more, and sometimes good can come from less. What? What are you talking about? This makes no sense. Anyway, the main thing is, there's new content, and some of it is quite excellent. So, shall we begin? Dearest new neighbour at 657 Boulevard. Allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. Do you know the history of the house? I've been put in charge of watching you. This message will not be the last. I am the watcher. Ah, yes, a nice calming show to start you off today. Oh, this is The Watcher on Netflix. This is Ryan Murphy's second Netflix limited series in a month, following the recent smash hit Damner Monster. As I said, it's called The Watcher, and it's based on actually bizarre true story that finds a married couple buying their dream home in suburban New Jersey, only to be plagued by ominous letters, strange neighbours, and a sinister threat. Really unbelievably strong cast in this one. you got Naomi Watts, Bobby Cannavale, Jennifer Coolidge, Mia and Margot Martindale. You'll definitely need to get your freak on for this one. It looks absolutely class and I can see people binging this like there's no tomorrow. Ryan Murphy is on a roll. So that is The Watcher now on Netflix. Taking you back to June the 13th. Betty and I got to talking. What did you do then? Candy on Disney Plus is another disturbing true life tale. All the rage this week. Candy Montgomery is a 1980s housewife and mother uh, who did everything right. Good husband, two kids... Everything seemed absolutely perfect, careful planning and execution of all things in suburbia. But then, when the pressure of conformity builds up in her life of small-town tedium, oh, her actions scream for a bit of freedom and possibly an axe murder. Yep, it's that's what we're dealing with here. Absolute mad stuff. Played by Jessica Biel and coming from the creators of The Sinner, this one looks extremely intense and uh, disturbing, as I said earlier. But hey, listen. That's what people are into these days. The fab Melanie Linsky also stars, and this one also comes highly rated. All episodes are now up on Disney+. Plus. That is Candy. Another thriller out this week, this time on Paramount+. Plus. We have The Ex-Wife. This one is based on the best-selling novel, The Ex-Wife, by Jess Ryder. And uh, it's a gripping British thriller that follows a woman whose life would be perfect if it weren't for her husband's ex, who is always hanging around and won't leave her and her family alone. Lurkers are definitely going to lurk in this movie. And yeah, it's never going to end well, is it, this one? Um, so that is... But it's, you know, again... Good vibes off this. Good vibes in a, in a bad way. Uh, that is The Ex-Wife, which is now on Paramount+. Plus. And over on Netflix, we have The Playlists. This one looks really interesting. Uh, a Swedish 
tech entrepreneur and his partners set out to revolutionize the music industry with a streaming platform. Sound familiar? Yep, this six-episode Swedish series takes a fictionalized look at the creation of Spotify and the company's founder, Daniel Ek, who is played by Vikings Edvin Andre. This one looks really, really good, and if you're into that, that sort of thing, if Spotify's your jam, this one looks like it could be a little cracker. So that's six episodes of the playlist that is on Netflix. The greatest love story ever told. Romeo. Sweet Juliet. Was missing a chapter. Mine. Son of a... No, get up, you lazy cow. I have cholera. You do not have cholera. You don't understand. They were being all gross, and he was saying things to her that he just said to me. Hmm. Three days ago. Yes. Three, nurse. I got this feeling on the summer day when you were gone. So you're going to break them up? Of course I am. Romeo and Juliet. Doesn't even sound right. In this week's You Know Who You Are out there rom-com category, we have Rosalind on Disney. Plus, the awesome Caitlin Deaver from Booksmart and Dopesick stars as Romeo's jilted girlfriend and cousin of Juliet in this comedic retelling of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. It's adapted from Rebecca Searle's young adult novel When You Were Mine, and this is just the tonic for you this weekend. If this is what you're into, I loved it. Similar in mood to uh, last week's very funny Catherine called Birdie, this one has some decent uh, Night's Tale vibes going for it. And while it doesn't completely deliver um, what it promises, it's absolutely a must-watch, especially for any YA heads out there or you know who you are heads. I really, really enjoy it. And yeah, it's fluff. It's funny. Yeah, that's Rosalind on Disney+. Plus. Over on Prime Video, High School, this highly anticipated YA series is based on the platinum recording artist Tegan and Sarah Quinn's New York Times bestselling memoir of the same name. Uh, set in 1990s Calgary, it's basically a story about finding your way you know, in life and getting, getting your own identity with a quality musical backdrop of grunge and rave. So that's the Tegan and Sarah story, aka High School, now on Prime Video. And for anyone looking for some family Halloween fun this week, The Curse of Bridge Hollow is on Netflix. Priya Ferguson, uh, that's Erica from Stranger Things, plays a teenage girl forcibly moved by her family from Brooklyn to small town suburbia who accidentally releases an ancient and mischievous spirit on Halloween which causes decorations to come alive and wreak havoc on her life and the town and then must team up with the last person she'd want to in order to save it all. Yes, her father, played by Marlon Wayans. A really, really fun family Halloween movie. It's always good to have things like this. And any fans out there of Hocus Pocus or Hocus Pocus 2 would definitely love this one. So that is The Curse of Bridge Hollow on Netflix. It took me a long time. Some hard lessons to learn what I know about chasing redemption. I was a wanted man with a price on my head. But for now, I was free. I was on the run with no home and no country. Bombay was a place where everyone started new. Over on Apple TV Plus, we have Shantaram. Charlie Hunnam plays Lynn Ford, a fugitive from an Australian prison who goes on the run in 1980s Bombay. Alone in this unfamiliar city, he struggles to avoid trouble, but falls for an enigmatic woman and must choose between freedom and love and the complications that come with it. People may know this as the book by Gregory David Roberts, a very large book, uh, hence a very long season of this, 12 episodes, of which three drop today and the remaining nine will arrive 
live every Friday. So that is Shantaram, after many, many, many years of almost being made into a movie, has finally arrived on Apple TV Plus as a series. Over on Netflix, we have the only animated show of the day, which is Dead End Paranormal Park Season 2. This basically is a comedy series which features two teenagers and a talking pug working together to fight demons in a haunted amusement park. The two slowly start to grow into themselves as they face zombies, game show hosts, witches, witches and crushes. Based on the Dead End graphic novels by Hamish Steele, Dead End Paranormal Park Season 2 is now on Netflix. Sue Perkins, Perfectly Legal, is also on Netflix. Uh, Following her big American road trip earlier this year, Perkins is now a new shiny travelogues, where she's heading to Colombia, Mexico, Argentina and Brazil in search of bizarre, unusual and shocking activities that are somehow perfectly legal in those countries. The first series was pretty popular, so this should do quite well. So that is Sue Perkins, Perfectly Legal, now on Netflix. And one that definitely has me intrigued this week, continuing the Korean culture boom, is Take One on Netflix. It's their first ever musical reality show and is a talent show with a slight difference. Instead of a a kind of elimination format, renowned musicians pull out all the stops to give one song of their choice the greatest live performance they can muster. They must devise this performance, they must locate it wherever they choose, they can get lavish dancers, light displays, guest performers of their choice, and then it all leads up throughout the show to this one single take they have to perform and they can't get it wrong. So, as you can expect, the stress levels are going to go through the roof and it's going to be fabulous. It looks really, really good and if this works, you can see this spreading as one of the next kind of brand of show, kind of reality show. So that's take one on Netflix. Bring it on, let the chaos begin. Finally on streaming this week, we have a horror movie that was in cinemas earlier this year and is now on Prime Video from today, and that is Ty West's X. A a group of actors set out to make an adult film under the noses of an elderly couple, but when the couple catches their young guests in the act, the cast find themselves in a desperate fight for their lives. Starring Jenny Ortega, Mia Goss, Kid Cudi and Britney Snow, this is definitely not for the faint of heart. This comes with (laughs) the biggest warning you're going to get ever (laughs) for a horror movie. I absolutely adored and loved this movie, but (laughs) I repeat, it will freak you the hell out and does not hold back so just basically have the room have the behind the sofa well clear for when you're leaping and behind it um absolutely insane is not the word for this movie but it's fantastic and with Pearl the movie this is the kind of prequel coming later in the year to cinemas it's a good time to catch up on Ty West's X which is now on Prime Video you have definitely been warned and that is your streaming for the week yes short sweet and to the point some freaky (laughs) freaky stuff all over the place there this week keep you distracted and occupied and hopefully you will find your your comfort zone and your entertainment good times good times for those willing to leave the gaff and frequent their local cinema there's some very interesting choices this week
Halloween Ends finally lands in cinemas and sees the conclusion to the recent horror reboot for the film trilogy. With its iconic music and iconic villain Michael Myers, this is set four years after Laurie Strode, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, after her last encounter with the masked killer Michael Myers. She's currently living with her granddaughter and trying to finish her memoir. Uh, Myers hasn't been seen since, so it's all grand. End the movie. Let's all go home. Yeah, <laughs> you wish... How, where do you start? This new trilogy has fascinated me. So the first one back in 2018, whenever it was, I absolutely loved it. Bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis proper and really going back into the lore. Absolutely fantastic movie. Then along comes Halloween Kills, the second in the series. And it wasn't really very good at all. It was extremely ropey-dopey. Made some very intriguing, interesting plot choices that were probably not great. And then also had very little Jamie Lee Curtis in the movie. So... What are we to do here? Well, thankfully, this one is definitely better than part two, which wouldn't be hard, and does have its moments. I weirdly kind of appreciate what they're trying to do in the movie here, and that they're not, you know, this whole reboot, they weren't just remaking and rehashing, which has been done a million times, so I give them kudos for that. But there's definitely also some moments that will drive Halloween fans crazy for the wrong reasons. It's, whoa, listen, it's fine. And has some pretty decent gory deaths if that's what you're into. So you'll you'll have a bit of crack there. As I said, there's some weird choices made within. But, listen, if you're a fan of the Halloween series, you're going to go see it no matter what. Bail in. Enjoy it. It's Halloween. It's, there's plenty of jumps. Not enough, but there's plenty to keep you going. And, yeah, it'll be very intriguing to see how the crowds react to this one. From the sublime to the totally ridiculous, Lyle Lyle Crocodile opens in cinemas also this weekend. This is... Yeah, there was very... Actually, there's no streaming for kids this week, really. So this is your option. So you'll have to get out of the house. Well, as if there's nothing else on. When the Prim family moves to New York City, their young son, Josh, struggles to adapt to his new school and friends. But all of that changes when he discovers Lyle, a singing crocodile that loves bats, caviar, and great music. Yep, this is what we're dealing with here. Sean Mendez provides the singing voice of Lyle, and Javier Bardem hams it up as Hector, a pretty below-par singing magician. Based on the classic picture book by Bernard Weber, this movie comes across with a bit of Paddington meets The Greatest Showman vibes. And you know what? I loved it. It's very cute. It's a really nice story about finding your place in the world. And listen, I'm all I'm all in for this. The baby crocodile is absolutely the cutest thing you'll ever see. The kids will absolutely adore it. It's not going to be for everybody, but I don't care. I loved it. It's Lyle Lyle Crocodile, and it's now in cinemas. On the music front, I'm just going to call out one album. There's loads released this week, but I'm focusing on one, because that's the only one I'm going to be listening to, and that is the 1975 released their fifth album, Being Funny in a Foreign Language. I love the 1975. I absolutely adore pop Um Absolutely brilliant. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I see I'm getting emotional talking about them. Really, really excited for them getting back to their poptastic best. Poptastic, is that even cool these days? I don't know. But the main thing is, new album, Being Funny in a Foreign Language, the 1975. That's my weekend sounds sorted, and hopefully yours too. Okay, right, as my voice finally begins to fade, let's end this, wrap us up. Three things we learned in pop culture this week. Production hell is definitely a theme. First up, we have Blade, which was due in 2023 and has now been pushed back to September 2024, having lost its director, Bassam Tariq, and rumours circulating that Mahersha Ali, amongst others, were very unhappy with a very dodgy script. So 
unfortunately we're gonna have to wait a little bit longer or rewatch werewolf by night for a while to see monsters in the universe the yeah it's a pity because uh it's you know will sound really good at one point so that is the search for a new director and decent script beginning over on the blade lot uh next up in development hell comes the news from Hulu's Devil in the White City, which not only lost its leading star, Keanu Reeves, but also its director, Todd Fields. Mad stuff. Listen, the only thing that matters here, despite the fact I was so excited for this, you may remember I'm a huge fan of this book. It's absolutely amazing. The beauty here is it means you all have a bit more time now to read the absolutely amazing true crime book it's based on, which was written by Eric Larson. So that's Devil in the White City is in trouble. Finally, and probably in more positive news, depending on how you view the new Halloween reboots, director David Gordon Green of them uh, isn't getting much time to rest, having finally released Halloween Ends. He now is moving along swiftly with his reboot team, which includes Danny McBride, and is literally starting shooting on the new Exorcist reboot sequel. He's all about the reboots of classic horrors these days, and this is set as a direct sequel to the original 1973 movie. As previously discussed, if you taught me seeing Jaws age five was oh i actually saw the exorcist in the cinema when i was seven yes i'm not gonna lie it was somewhat disturbing but i got over it paul my older brother unfortunately still you know pea green soup you just can't do it but what can you do anyway this was gonna be very intriguing to watch and keep an eye on that one and that's your kind of news for the week yeah slow news week but you know things getting cancelled and things getting made we'll leave it there so this is david O'Callaghan. For the Here and Back Again podcast, wishing you all the best, and until next week, stay safe and binge happy. signal across the sea for the men of the seagrass 15 miles out tonight a warm hello and keep a watch out for that fog bank heading in from the east now in the meantime relax with me while i play this song from the coupe de villes dedicated just to you